to the enthusiast life i am your host mark turcott i'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day well my friends it is wednesday june 8th 2022 and being that it's wednesday you know what that means that's right we are breaking down part four of obi-wan kenobi here on the podcast so of course if you've not seen the episode do yourself a favor stop it now stop the podcast now go watch that episode and come on back because there are many many spoilers here up ahead. So let's jump in here. Now, real quick here, overall thoughts on the episode. Obviously, nothing really in here truly blowing me away, you know, but I think, you know, that's fine. You got to have these episodes that really just push the story forward. And that's kind of, I think, what the point of this episode was and kind of setting the stage for what is ultimately going to be kind of the final showdown, whether it's between Obi-Wan and Vader or it's Obi-Wan and Reva. We're going to find out as we uh, you know, kind of go here, which we only have two episodes left. Um, but we get a glimpse of Jabin, which is uh, this location where all the uh, Jedi who follow the path, which we find out that the path is actually this um, kind of like underground railroad to kind of get these people um, to... Uh, you know, get the Jedi who are hidden and hiding themselves away from where they are to now suddenly be, be basically gain a new life, right? And kind of gain these new aliases and all that and, and essentially just be able to live on uh, under the guise of basically not being a Jedi and be uh, kind of under the radar of the Inquisitors. But we do learn from someone who we meet there who himself doesn't seem to be source sensitive, uh, and that's Roken. Uh, we learn it seems like he's just kind of a normal guy who's helping all these Jedi uh, that come to Jabin. But we learn that his wife uh, was force sensitive and he basically married her trying to, um, you know, just have her basically stay hidden, but they were unable to do that. And the Inquisitors got her anyway. So he's kind of dedicated his life to um, helping other Jedi so they really don't go through the same fate um, that he or that his wife, you know, obviously succumbed to um, by the Inquisitors, which it's kind of interesting, you know, to kind of have a character like that, someone who is sympathetic to the Jedi. I mean, I would think most of the uh, people in the Empire, you know, would be sympathetic to the Jedi, especially this early on uh, in the kind of where we are, post-Order 66. Uh, many people probably remember the Jedi for um, the good things that they did, especially those who actually experienced it firsthand. I mean, obviously, there's the propaganda of Palpatine and the Empire just trying to basically say, hey, the Jedi have, uh, you know, betrayed us. I mean, you see that all at the end of episode three. And even we got some glimpses of that kind of into the Bad Batch and how the Empire, if, if you remember there, was basically trying to get people to enlist um, and, you know, convert all their currency over to the Imperial credits and all that. So, you know, it's kind of an interesting fine line. But, you know, when you have somebody like Roken who's, you know, firsthand experienced um, what the Empire is actually doing when it comes to the Jedi, uh, it was kind of interesting kind of getting uh, a glimpse into that. Now, we also get uh, a lot of this episode taking place at uh, Fortress Inquisitorius, uh, which is on a uh, moon, uh, the water moon Nur within the Mustafar system. And uh, we get to see it. We, we got a glimpse of this already in, in an earlier episode, but we actually kind of go inside because this is actually where Leia now is being interrogated by Reva, which, uh, you know, kind of kind of interesting. I mean, you can show just how... I don't want to say ruthless, but how dedicated Reva is, I think, to um, 
finding Obi-Wan. I mean, she's got this little girl in front of her and she's basically willing to do anything she can to get the, get the information out of her that she needs. I mean, to the point where she's putting her right into the, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it? The uh, interrogation device where she's going to put needles into her. I mean, it's, it's wild what she's getting ready to do. But of course, Tala comes through and is able to uh, use her um, uh, imperial... Guys, I guess I'll say there as well, although we do know that she actually was an Imperial officer and just became sympathetic herself to the Jedi, uh, which kind of realized what the Empire was, was actually doing. Um, she's able to create that distraction. And I, I kind of like that little twist where, you know, Reva kind of looks into her and realizes like, wait a minute, you're, you're maybe lying to me. You're a, you're a spy. And she's like, yeah, I am. I'm a spy for the Empire. And I thought that was kind of cool. You know, I was like, oh, no, they're going to figure it out. But no, they're able to uh, do that now. We did get... Um, a scene of Obi-Wan uh, when, you know, all the lights went out. We kind of had that red lights in the middle when he was uh, there to get Leia. Very cool scene with the stormtroopers. Pour one out for my, my poor stormtroopers getting uh, taken out very <laughs> pretty pretty easily by Obi-Wan, right? They're not going to be able to do much against him. Um, but we're getting Obi-Wan now. We're getting to see more of his powers because in that chase scene, when they go through that tunnel with the water, you know, uh, we got a little glimpse of him, I think, earlier on, kind of tapping into the Force. I think, was that the beginning of this episode? Um when they were on the, the ship flying to, um, to the uh, Inquisitor uh, base. But um, we see him actually holding back that water. So that's probably the most force he's used in, what, 10 years? I mean, we, we learned this is 10 years after the events of Revenge of the Sith in Order 66. So for him to be able to use that much force, I mean, we knew how strong he was in the force. But you think, you know, it's probably like you just get weak in it if you don't use it that often. So to see him be able to hold back that water um, was pretty awesome. And then again, pour one out for the stormtroopers, <laughs> getting totally just drowned in that hallway. I'm like, no, man, come on, guys. Like, clearly they could see what he's doing. They know what's going to happen there. But, you know, classic Star Wars, uh, you know, there they go. Um, I thought it was kind of funny watching them try to walk off the base with Leia under the coat. I mean, there was, come on, like that right there is even, you know, showing how terrible stormtroopers are. Like, come on, guys. Like, there's clearly, you know, something going on there when you see this like giant poncho over this bearded man that's so wide and clearly somebody's walking there. But uh, I thought that was kind of funny. But we find out Reva, uh, you know, basically let them go. I mean, they do fight at the end there, and we, we see some very cool, uh, you know, the A-Wings come flying in, who we learn are Sully and Wade. Poor Wade didn't make it. You know, he did. He uh, wasn't able to to get through <laughs> the battle there. I, I don't know. I was just kind of laughing when I saw that. I was like, clearly one of these guys are going to die. Very cool Reva tossing um, whatever that was. I don't know, some sort of explosive container at the ship. Uh, kind of seeing the the uh, extent of her force abilities, uh, which was kind of cool. Um, but the interesting thing is we learned that she did put a tracker, and I'm thinking, like, oh, she just tossed a tracker, and then she's like, no, I left one on there. I'm like, oh, what, what did she do? She embedded it in Lola, which is kind of crazy, right, that she um, put it into Leia's little droid that she loves that now, which I don't know if you noticed, in the beginning, the Star Wars, like... Uh, Intro that they do in Disney Plus, Lola is in that now, um, which was kind of neat. I don't think Lola was in there before till till this episode. So go back and watch that. They they got Lola kind of you know when they're kind of flashing all the different faces and it says Star Wars. Lola is a part of that now, uh, which I thought was kind of kind of interesting that they're putting that character in there, which maybe shows kind of how they're doubling down um, on that character. But I really want to see kind of how that's going to play out. 
you know, because at some point there's going to be that realization that Lola is the beacon. And, you know, that even kind of extends to, um, uh, you know, kind of where are we going in like episode four, you know, that, that they're somehow been able to track Leia um, and, uh, you know, just the, the Empire kind of doing this bait and switch uh, when it comes to kind of putting down these uh, little beacons. And, you know, really in the end, what would have happened if they had killed Obi-Wan? Yeah, sure, they would have got the satisfaction of Obi-Wan being killed there and Leia being killed there, you know, whatever would happen. But it wouldn't have given them the knowledge of the path. And maybe this could be, this is probably the end of the path now, right? The, this, or at least Jabim, I guess we could assume um, that, you know, up to this point, we've never heard of that, or I've never heard of, you know, this, this escape route um, of the path. So now that the Empire is going to get more, they're going to be able to find more Jedi, which by the way, holding you know, when, when Obi-Wan walks into that uh, area where that he calls a tomb, essentially, where they have all these uh, Jedi basically in like the um, mosquito crystal from Jurassic Park where they're all kind of like, you know, I, I mean, I thought if anything, like, are we going to put them in carbonite? Like, no, nope, we're just going to put them in uh, what looks to be, you know, uh, ancient fossil sap that mosquitoes are in that they can extract DNA from to create dinosaurs. Like, that's all I thought of. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing here? Uh, but it was pretty cool, though, and seeing kind of the, the terror on their faces. I mean, they had older Jedi. There were alien Jedi. There was a, a youngling Jedi. Um I didn't recognize any of them. I'm sure, you know, um, there's people out there that are going to dissect all these characters and their faces and, and outfits. And probably later today, we'll know who, um, you know, many of those were meant to represent. Um, but uh, I thought that was pretty interesting um, that we got to um, see that and, you know, for Obi-Wan to realize. And then really, like, what are they looking to do with them? Like, what is the point of that? Why wouldn't you just kill them? I I'd almost had me think, like, is maybe that a way for them to not be able to become force ghosts and not become one with the force. Like if you kill a Jedi and they just die, right? And they're, they're maybe buried or, you know, burn in a ceremony or whatever it is, that's when they can become one with the force. Maybe, maybe that's why Qui-Gon, he can't tap into Qui-Gon. Maybe Qui-Gon is somewhere in something similar, right? I mean, granted, episode one, years before, but Palpatine may have known something like that. Like, do we ever see, um, and you know what? No, we do, we do. We do have a, have a funeral for Qui-Gon, right? I think we have that. I'm just trying to think, like, you know, but no, we did get that. Um, but that would have been an interesting twist, right? If that's a way to, like, block them from becoming one with the Force. Or maybe that is, you know, maybe that still is going to be. That may be the idea that... Um, when maybe Vader learns that, that like the strength of, but then again, why would he have cut down Obi-Wan in episode four? And he says, you know, when Obi-Wan says, if you cut me down, I'll become more powerful than, you know, you could ever imagine or whatever it is that he says. And it's like, ah, Vader would know that, right? And so Vader wouldn't cut him down. I don't know, just kind of, just coming up with that here on the fly, kind of a weird uh, little theory, but um I don't know. I just thought that was kind of just a, something we've never seen before. And it's like, why are they putting them in that? Like, there's got to be a reason. And I hope we get some explanation for that because I thought that was a very interesting um, thing to see in this episode. But overall, solid episode, pushing the story forward. Um, you know, Lola being that beacon, man, I'm really interested to see kind of what's going to be next with that. Like, where is that going to go? What is that final confrontation going to look like when they all come flooding into Jabim? Because I don't think it's just going to be Reva. I think we're going to get uh, some Vader action there, um, storming 
into uh, into there into basically destroying the path. Um, also, you know, real quick, we did get a little uh, conversation from Reva about her having a droid and when she was younger trying to appeal to Leia. And, uh, you know, obviously doesn't work. I mean, Leia just tries to pull a fast one on her by basically saying like, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Just I need to talk to my father first. And no, nope. Reva's like, uh, no, we're not doing that. Um, so, you know, just classic Leia, always trying to find a way um, to get herself through. But all right. Well, let me know your thoughts on this episode. Of course, email me, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at Mark Turk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. Um, you know, I actually forgot <laughs> Ms. Marvel was coming out this week. Actually, when I pulled up Obi-Wan and I saw the banner up there, I was like, oh, is there, is there like a new trailer on Disney Plus? And I clicked and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. The new the season came out today. So going to do a uh, Ms. Marvel uh, spoiler cast probably tomorrow, I'm thinking, because I'm going to actually watch it today in my lunch. So uh, you'll probably get an extra episode tonight and probably actually for the next couple weeks. We'll probably um, put these out in the feed. We'll do the Obi-Wan on day of and uh, Ms. Marvel probably the next day. So uh, you get a little extra podcast here this week for that. So uh, as always, everybody, have a great rest of your day. Enjoy that Obi-Wan episode and enjoy Ms. Marvel too. Go check that out. So till next time, we'll catch you later. Mm-hmm.